It's Friday evening, it's five o'clock, and that can only mean one thing, that's right, it is Friday Sport with myself, Aidan Raftery, and I'll be with you for the next hour, talking about all things all things sport, I mean, all the best in sport, so we will have a kick-off show with uh, Martin, myself and Martin will be talking about uh, all the latest uh, results and fixtures uh, from the Premier League, and indeed the European uh, the European tournaments are hopping up now as well, so uh, we'll have all the latest news from that. We'll have the local uh, GA with myself and uh, with myself and Ollie Colgan. We'll have local rugby with myself and Adrian Leddy. We'll also have a new feature, RDFL update. That's the Roscommon District Football League update. Uh, all the fixtures and all that, and all the games that have been called off and all that, and uh, and all that and much much more. So stay tuned as as always. We'd love to hear from you. So why not send it? Why not text or WhatsApp us on 0838 that's 0838599748. And don't forget, you can listen to us in many ways. You can listen to us on the radio on FM 94.6. You can listen to us on the radio on www.rossfm.ie forward slash live or on the TuneIn app. And if you missed the show live, don't worry because the show will also be podcasted and available on the website. So you can listen to it at your, at your ease. And uh, yeah, so there's, uh, there's uh, don't forget to tune in every day, Monday to Friday, uh, Monday to Friday from uh, nine o'clock in the morning, right through till seven in the evening, where there'll be a wide range of programs to suit everybody. There'll be chat shows, there'll be the Rossi Way, there'll be the breakfast show, and uh, there'll be a, a wide variety of music shows, and of course the sports shows uh, as well every Friday from five to from five to seven so there's all that i'd like to thank uh say say well done to everyone uh you know presenting the shows it's it's great to keep the uh to, to keep the station going and thanks very much to joe brambeck on, a, on another on another great show um that's on before us every week um in the feel good friday martin yeah it was good oh, it was good so let's tune into him every friday and uh, thank, thanks very much for another great show there, Joe. So, um, yeah, we'll kick off the show with uh, the with Premier League chat. And, uh, yeah, controver- never short of controversy in the Premier League. Ah, well, there's always some. Were you at a game or something? Oh, well, no, I can't, I can't let you. I can't be telling you my sources or my secrets, <laughs> you know. Now, just before we go to the Premiership, there's obviously a big... Uh, event there last weekend, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 was on last Sunday. Cincinnati Bengals 20, LA Rams 23. Yeah, I say you played very well, Martin. Great game. It was yeah. a great game. Uh, many by- people might, I don't know, m- some people maybe f- first time watching might thought, what's the big deal? But it was a very close game, very tactical, very interesting. The surprise package, Cincinnati Bengals, looked like they were going to pull it off uh, a shock win. But the uh, LA Rams did grind it down in the end, and uh, they came good. So uh, interesting game. Very, I enjoyed it. I did tip LA Rams, um, but I did think it'd be a close game. Here's a question for you, Aiden. You're, you're, I know you're an expert on American football. Oh, of course, of course. And you, I think you might know the answer to this one. Uh, what's uh, LA Rams and Arsenal got in common? I don't know. They're both owned by the same owner. Very good, Aiden. And who's that? <laughs> You. Cronkai. Cronkai. <laughs> so I was hoping maybe that winning mentality might uh, come across the ocean to Arsenal, but uh, <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. Uh, we also have to uh, mention the Club World Cup final in Abu Dhabi uh, between Chelsea and Palmeiras. Chelsea 2, Palmeiras 1, went into uh, extra time. Uh, Lukaku scored and uh, Havanez uh, scored the winning uh, goal, uh, which was a penalty, 
so they've added uh, they've had to make room in the trophy cabinet for that trophy so technically they are the best club in the world as it stands but i'm sure there's a number of fans out there that might argue um well they're at the moment in fairness the one the club world cup so. well they've got the champions league now and that so uh okay they're a bit down the league but they could that, still that'll, that'll change the end of the season if liverpool win the league oh well we'll, yeah, we'll see and we'll see if, well, open. if liverpool win the champions well, league, it looks like it's a two-horse race now i mean most people have agreed that and some people will say it's a one-horse race yeah. But the Champions League is still there to be uh, won and Very maybe maybe defended. Yeah. Um, but it, we, we'll go from we'll mention some results later on uh, with the Champions League as well. But back to the Premiership last weekend, which seems ages ago now for some reason. Man United won, Southampton won, Brentford nil, Crystal Palace nil, Everton three, Leeds nil, Watford nil, Brighton two, Norwich nil, Man City four, Burnley nil, Liverpool one, Newcastle one, Aston Villa nil. Tottenham nil, Wolves 2, Leicester 2, West Ham 2, and then on Tuesday we had Man United 2, Brighton nil. So, Aidan, you've done very well. You must go away a bit more often at weekends. <laughs> uh, you got 8 out of 10. No. You hammered me. I only got 5 out of 10. So, uh, Aidan is now on 9 and I am on 11. Thankfully, we didn't have to buy a breakfast roll because I won the weekend before. And I didn't cash that in, I wish I had, but there you go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, just while we're at Mo Salah still top goal scorer on six, uh, 16 goals. The Jota is on 12. And uh, Sterling has creeped into double figures. Uh, he scored a hat-trick the other day. Uh, I don't know, was there any penalties on that one? But uh, he did score a hat-trick. Uh, and no, I don't think there was a penalty, surprise surprise. And Trent Alexander is still top of the pile for the most assists with 10, closely uh, behind another Liverpool f player, Mo Salah, and then another Liverpool player, Andrew Robinson. So uh, if you're looking at these stats, you think Liverpool were top of the table. Well, I suppose um, we, we have to give a mention as well to, uh, to uh, Diaz as well, who has been playing... Um, who has been playing either started, you know, has been playing, oh. brought on from the bench. Look good. Uh, I Liverpool. saw him the other day. Yeah, fair play. You had a point with him, I heard. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Champions League, I saw him. Champion. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I thought you met him. He's definitely a, he's a bit of a mover. He's, he's, yeah. he's active, that's for sure. That's it. I, th I think, you know, he's angling the way he's playing now. I, I think he's not too far off a starting berth, really. And, uh, but um, it has to be said that, you know, a lot of people have been saying... Uh, things about for me no but uh, I suppose you know he would have been itching to get on and you know against uh, against Inter the other day and uh, you know I was I was delighted for him that it, that he scored the goal uh, the second goal um because you know that'll give him confidence and maybe he might be back maybe in um, in Klopp's thoughts as well because he he hasn't been starting many games or he hasn't been playing many games so this this might give uh, Klopp a, a fresh kind of headache and maybe feature him. but you know there's a lot of competition now kind of in the forwards now with Diaz you know he, he's played a couple of games played very well in all of them so it's it's going to be very interesting you have for to Liverpool. keep winning you have to keep winning well that, that's what it's all about Martin uh, and I must mention uh, I was listening to part of the Brighton Man United Brighton game the other day. And uh, there seems to be a bit of anti-Ronaldo, I think, because they're always saying how poor he's playing and he's not involved. And what does he do? He scores a great goal. So, uh, And he was on a bit of a, a, a drought as well. And I think, I could be wrong though, I think if he'd gone with, in that game without uh, scoring, he would have gone past his uh, worst record, I think, which was five games or six games. Yep. So you can't keep a good man down. It shows, I mean, he's 33, 34, whatever he is. 
But anyway, we'll move on to some of the, uh, just mentioned some of the key matches, and there's always key matches at the moment, whether it's promotion or winning the Premier League or Europe or, well, not promotion, should I say, uh, demotion, relegation. So anyway, Norwich nil, Man City 4. Uh, Sterling Hattrick, uh, a goal for Foden, keeps Norwich 18th, four points behind Newcastle, who are 17th at the moment. City stay nine points clear of Liverpool. Watford nil, Brighton two. Uh, lacking scoring opportunities for Watford, uh, they remain second from bottom on 15 points, uh, six points behind Newcastle. Leicester 2, West Ham 2. Uh, Foxes denied all three points in injury time by a goal that was... Uh, deemed not handball as ball hit Dawson's top of the arm. Personally, I would have to say it hit the lower arm as well, and I would have personally dismissed it. Uh, apparently, it was viewed by VAR. The rules had changed there uh, from last season, where um, any part of the arm it was de- deemed as a handball, but now they've kind of brought the, it down halfway down the arm. So, hard one to call. Personally, it wasn't deliberate, that's for sure. It's gone ahead, Rip. But I think it's hit but roughly between his elbow and his bottom of his shoulder, and which to me would be handball. It would be, a, you know, and I know you were saying that uh, yeah. that was one of the ones that I, I got right. And even though that was one of the ones that got it right, mm. I, I'd have to agree with you on that. That you know, between the between the deltoid muscle mm. and the elbow, you know, it's, that it's, area, it's a, fi- it's it a is, fine uh, line because yeah. we're looking at still shots and maybe the, the odd video if it's clear enough. But uh, many, many have agreed that it was the right decision. So, you know, maybe they've changed where if it's borderline, they let it go. You know, sometimes yeah. when the the offside might be a slight offside, you know, like a millimeter, they might give it, let it go. But anyway, it, it, it's it was a. Again, Leicester conceding to set pieces. They seem to uh, always do that, so um, they need to fix that soon. Uh, Newcastle won, Aston Villa nil, a very important game. Uh, new signing, Trippier, made a difference with a superb free kick on 35 minutes, resulting in Toons now four points clear of the relegation zone above Norwich with a game in hand for Eddie Howe's side. Uh, Villa did... Have an equaliser chalked offside by VAR uh, for a close offside, but I think it was the correct decision. Another important game as down towards the bottom. Burnley nil, Liverpool 1. Uh, Fabinho scrambled goal on 40 minutes, condemned a spirited Burnley to a remain bottom of the Premier on 14 points. Seven points now from safety, and that's uh, behind Newcastle. But the Toons uh, have two matches in hand, so uh, that's not good for Burnley. Uh, if, but I must say, if Burnley continued to play like I saw against Liverpool, especially in the first half, uh, I could see them uh, staying up because I could see them beating teams. Uh, Paul now, as I said before with the Man City game, nine points behind the champions, City uh, and Liverpool haven't played a game less so um, I don't know what your, your thoughts on that. Can they close the gap, Aiden? Well, you never know. It's uh, if Liverpool keep winning. There's, uh, but uh, of course, you know, to, to help Liverpool along, they'll have to. Uh, we'd be depending on. Um, we'd be te- we'd be depending on maybe City to lose one or two games. But you know, is that, like, is that likely to happen? You know. Probably unlikely, but you never know. If, draw, if draws came into the, the account, I mean, you look at City playing Tottenham this weekend, you'd expect City to win that. 
but you just never know, dear. Chunks, uh, some Champions League uh, results there over the weekend. It's uh, round 16, first legs. Uh, Sporting Lisbon nil, Man City five. So a total thrashing there. Uh, Maraz, Silva got two, Foden, Sterling. Um, so a, a convincing uh, win in the first leg. So they're definitely into the quarters. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think that that's, they've been winning several matches by. You know, in several games they've been scoring at least five. So it's you know it's yeah, it's the opposition they're playing, I suppose. Yeah, but still, it's it's a, it's a, an emphatic win away. Yeah. Um, so they'll be resting play. It, it gives them an opportunity to rest players now for the next uh, second leg. I'm not sure when that is. Um, I th- well, actually, I th- you know, I'm not sure when that is. But another big game there was PSG one, Real Madrid nil. Just to mention that obviously because obviously uh, PSG is one of the favourites. Uh, that man Mbappe scored a very late winner, 94th minute. But it's only a one nil win. So there's a second leg to come. But uh, I still have to feel comfortable that PSG will get in, get through that. Um, and then Wednesday, we had your team, Inter, Inter Milan nil, Liverpool 2. Uh, goals from Firmino again and Salah. Um, comfortable win, I think. I think Inter Milan gave them a, go, a game. But uh, as time went on, I think they yeah. faded. Liverpool, uh, obviously not till the 75th minute, went ahead. Uh, I suppose the only bad news there was Jota came off injured in the second half. So it's unclear whether he's going to be around for uh, this weekend or not. I don't know yeah. if you heard anything different, Aiden. I, th- I think he's, uh, I think he's, uh, he's going to miss this game anyway. I think this okay. weekend's game. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, we, we could have done with him. But uh, I, I think the depth, of the, uh, the depth of the squad that they have now, they have other options. Uh, maybe not hmm, kind of... About the same as him now, like you know, we've, you, you know, we're, I don't think we're short of options in in that mm. area. You know, you have you have um, you have Firmino obviously score. He'd be confident after mm. scoring the game. You know, the other night see, there's, other, there's other options. So. Mm, I think though that the difference there is Man City have that luxury now of resting players. Yeah, but they, whereas Liverpool two 0 it's you never know, do you? Mm. Uh, another game there, Salzburg nearly pulled off a, a surprise win there. They were one nil up uh, into the dying seconds of the game against Bayern Munich, but. A lake equaliser for Bayern Munich. And then on Thursday, we had the uh, Europa Conference League, round 16, leg one. Leicester four, uh, Rendez FC one. And um, Chelsea are playing Lille uh, on Tuesday, 22nd of February in the Champions League. And Atletico and Madrid will be playing Man United on Wednesday, the 23rd of February. So we'll be uh, reporting on how them games go. So we will. So I suppose we better get on to the uh, the Premiership. I'm sure you're raring to go with your latest win in the predictions, Aidan. Yeah. And um, and no, don't Noel Noel has sent in his predictions as yeah, well. Yeah, I've made a note of them. Um, surprisingly, he he done them all. Uh, no draw, no draws this time. Yeah, I thought yeah, he'd yeah. Do, I thought he put one draw in at least. But anyway, there you go. Uh, he done one draw before and he didn't get that right. So I think he's gone back to. But fair play to Noel. The trade and trust us. Yeah. So anyway, the first game we'll move on here, Aiden. Uh, West Ham United v Newcastle. West Ham fifth at the moment. Newcastle a seventeenth. Uh, a win for Hammers could see them go fourth. Uh, a win for Toons could see them go seven points clear of the relegation zone. Uh, Hammers won four two away back at the beginning of the season. Newcastle won uh, have won the last three matches on the trot. Uh, taken 11 points out of a possible 15 points in the last five matches. 
Uh, Trippier will be a big loss for them. Uh, broken foot. And he's yeah. been operated on. Uh, didn't see what happened there now, but apparently he got stamped on. Uh, so that's a huge, huge loss because he's been inspiring with their, uh, especially in the, since he's joined them. Uh, so uh, he's brought that bit of quality into the team. Yeah. Right? Really? So can he? Uh, can they keep up the momentum? It's going to be difficult. Um, and got to remember as well that Newcastle are only one way win uh, all season. But uh, they've given themselves uh, an opportunity, that's for sure. And they are playing good football. Yeah. And I think there were signs as well, Aidan, before they even got uh, some points and wins. That, that there were signs. They weren't losing games hugely. It was like b- by the odd goal. So, they were kind of, uh, they might have been winning games, but you could see the performances. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, steady uh, as it's going there. So it'll be, it, be a big moment to see how they do without him. Are they gonna, uh, uh, will they be totally relied on him? I like to think not, but anyway. But West Ham v Newcastle, Aiden. Um, I think yeah, you'd have to, tri- as you said, Kieran Trippier. Trippier will be kind of a key thing to this. Mm. For that factor alone, I think I'd, I'd have to go for West Ham. Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of going that way, but um, yeah, you could be right, Aiden. Um, I could, it could cost me that one. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm, I'm hoping uh, uh, the boss there will um. How we'll kind of say, look, come on, we've got to pick up the game. We know we've got to play yeah. in this, one, but come on. Uh, I think there could be enough in them to do it because I think they're all playing so well. So it'd be a test of uh, them now to see how how they perform with probably one of their best players missing. But okay, uh, next game: Arsenal Brentford, uh, London derby. Uh, Arsenal sixth at the moment, Brentford fourteenth. Uh, the Bees uh, won this game, if you remember, Aiden, at the beginning of the season. Uh, 2-0 uh, v Gunners, uh, which was, you know, not very good for Arsenal fans. Uh, Brentford need points, though, to steer clear of the relegation zone. Um, the Gunners require three points to push for Europe and top five. Uh, Brentford only one point from the poss- possible 18 points in the last six matches. So they're not in a not in good form at the moment. Mm. Um and zero wins in the last eight matches. That's not good. No. Arsenal Brentford. Arsenal Brentford. Um I'm gonna go for Arsenal on this one. Okay, so am I. Yeah. And then we've got Aston Villa who are twelfth at the moment against Watford who are in trouble in nineteenth. Uh Roy Hodgson has a mountain to climb to keep the Hornets in the Premier. Uh Jard will demand a victory after defeat to Newcastle last week. Watford won 3-2 at the beginning of the season in this fixture. Um, only two out of six home wins for Gerrard. So he's not he's not uh, dominating their home games, that's for sure. Watford, are, as I said, they are in big trouble. Uh, no wins in the last 11 matches. Match, uh, matches. Uh, they've not scored in any of their last four matches. Villa v Watford. I'm going to go for Villa on that. Yeah, same here. And then the next game, Aiden, we've got Brighton, who are ninth against Burnley, who are 20th. Uh, nearly 20-point gap between these two teams. Uh, Brighton on 33, Burnley 14. Uh, Dice's Clarets need points. Seven points from safety, but they do have two games in hand on Newcastle, who are in 17th. Seagulls won 2-1 away in August. This is the 10th meeting between these two sides. It's all square at the moment, two wins and five draws. Seagulls, decent uh, 
defeat sorry to United on Tuesday was only their second away defeat all season. Uh, the Clarets still no wins away. The Clarets have only scored three goals in the last nine matches. Burnley still have the worst away form, five points from a possible 33. Yeah, can Burnley stay up because they normally they they tend to defeat all uh, possibilities. Really, they seem to always stay up. But uh, Brighton v Burnley. Yeah, um, I'm going to go for Brighton on this. I think you, you know if if Burnley are start are to stay up, they really need to start getting wins because you know, well they need they, to get something out of this game. Yeah, normally what they do is they get the odd draw or surprise win and they often would win their home games but they're not uh, as like I said they've only won game won one game all season that's in what 20 20 games 20 whatever games it is so uh, you're going for Brian I'm going to go for a draw stick my neck out here uh, normally I'd go for Brian but uh, we'll see um, Crystal Palace next uh, 13th against Chelsea so another London derby Chelsea third at the moment uh, London um, both these uh both teams, we must say, a bit inconsistent at the moment in the Premiers. Uh, as we said earlier, the Blues have added their tr- uh, to their trophy cabinet with the World Club Cup. Chelsea won 3-0 beginning of the season. Eagles only one win in the last eight matches. Uh, the Blues won more times away this season than they've won at home. So they've only they've won six times at home and won away seven times. Uh, Palace have lost the last eight Premier matches v Chelsea, so that doesn't look good. Palace have only w- only once, uh, sorry, Palace have only won once at home in eight matches in the Premiership. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go for Chelsea on this one. Same here. And then we got your team, Liverpool, against uh, Norwich. Liverpool second at the moment. Norwich are 18th. Uh, Norwich at the moment, five points from safety. Does not help having to uh, play the top two over the last two uh, Saturdays as well. Pool will be uh, expected to make it five wins on a trot in the Premier and keep City in sight. Uh, Pool won 3-0 away in August. Uh, Poole scored in all of their 11 home matches this season. Uh, Poole still undefeated at home as well. Uh, only team only team in the Premiership. Norwich have not defeated Liverpool in the Premier since 1994. Uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, Jota could be missing. It looks like he is. Um, but that, that's where Diaz can fit in there, I think. Yeah, yeah, role. they've got the got squad. Yeah, there. yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Salah is on 149 goals in the, the Premiership, the so <laughs> he'll be uh, trying to get uh, a goal. So you're obviously going for an Norwich win. Uh, of course, no Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. That's fair enough, Aiden. My cousin is actually going to that match with his Pretty son. Um, he's got the flight over this morning, so thankfully they flew out this morning from Knox. So uh, they'll be looking forward to that game. And, I, and uh, I really hope that to- uh, Tottenham do them a favour. Of course, they're, they're probably Norwich fans, are they? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the next game, we've got Southampton v Everton. Southampton 10th at the moment, Everton 16th. Uh, will be an interesting match. This is a game I'd love to go and see now. Uh, despite the Toffees winning 3-1 in August, uh, the Saints are in form and Everton stroke Lampard need points. Uh, as they are only five points above Norwich in the relegation zone, despite their win last week. 
Saints only one defeat at home this season, so they've obviously got a bit of a fortress going on there. Only Liverpool have uh, uh, a better record at home. Uh, Everton only one win away this season. No away uh, wins in the last nine. So, um, be interesting to see because now Lampard's got his first victory under his belt. He's away again. Must be said against a very uh, formidable team, Southampton. That's it, and uh, I think I'm going to go for Southampton on this one, Mark. Yeah. I was drawn to them, but... I'm going to go again. I think I'm sticking my neck out here, but I'm going to go for a draw. Um, next game is Man City v Tottenham. So, uh, yeah, top team against uh, Tottenham, who are only eighth at the moment. Uh, I, I noticed a piece in the paper there about teams that, who don't seem to want to get fourth in the league, which included Tottenham, Chelsea, and Man United, I think. Surprised I didn't mention Arsenal. <laughs> um, 50th Premiership meeting between these two sides. Uh, Spurs have won 26 to City 16. So uh, I think City have been clawing that back. Um, and you have to remember, Spurs defeated City 1-0 at the start of the season. So they're going for a double there if they, if they were to achieve it. Uh, City only lost once uh, since, also to a London club, which is Palace. Uh, and City have only had one defeat at home all season which was that Palace game as well uh, City uh, won their last seven home matches scoring 22 goals and conceding only four Spurs have lost three on a trot Aiden. Uh City still uh, got the best home form in the Premiership 31 points from a possible 36 um, Man City have lost to Spurs at home uh, hadn't lost to Spurs at home in nearly 12 years. Um, and I could be wrong though, but I think if Tottenham lose four on a trot, which is highly likely, um, I don't think that's ever happened in the Premiership. I could be wrong. I'm open to uh, anyone correcting me on that. So that might be the f- worst run they've had in the Premiership, four defeats on the trot. And you have to say against City, mm. most teams tend to lose. So Man City, Tottenham. City. Okay, I'm going for City as well, but part of me feels like they could surprise them somehow. It's a possibility. You never know. It could, this could be just the one game things go wrong for them. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, what Leeds v Man United? So that's a big game. Uh, in the well, locally, it's for sure. Any you know, rivalry, rivalry between these two clubs. Five-one uh, win to the Reds early in the season. United will secure fourth for the weekend if they win. While Leeds could increase the gap from the relegation zone to nine points. Uh, Man United, uh, inconsistent, but only one defeat in 13 matches. So that's not bad, really. Uh, Man United have scored in all of their away games this season. Uh, Man United not lost away since Oli uh, was sacked. So... uh, Bit Leeds, of a curse going on there. Leeds, Man United. (laughs) I'm going to go for a draw. My first draw. Oh, dear me. I'll go for. We've seen Leeds do it. We we know they can score. We know we know they can play, but then they're not consistent. So I'll uh, I have to go for Man United. Um, Wolves v Leicester. Wolves are seventh at the moment. Leicester eleventh. Uh, only tenth Premiership meeting between these two sides. Foxes won one nil back in August. Uh, the Foxes failed to win in the last eight away Premier matches. So it's not a good. Uh, hunting ground going away for them. Uh, sounds like Arsenal a bit. 
Um, Wolves v Leicester. I'm going to go for Wolves on this one, Martin. Yeah, that, I find this a hard one to call myself. Um, and I think Wolves are definitely favourites at home. But uh, I sometimes think it's when they're, they're away, they, uh, when they're at home, they tend to drop points. So uh, Leicester are very hit or miss. So I'm c- again, going for a bit of a dodgy one here. I'm going for a draw. Now, Noel's predictions are West Ham, Arsenal, Villa, Brighton, Chelsea, Liverpool, Saints, City, United and Wolves. Now, there is some games as well, Aidan, next week. But we're not going to put them as part of the predictions because these are games that we had done predictions for, but the games had been cancelled. Right. So we can't really include them, even though there is four matches. Yeah. But f- just for the crack, we're, we're going to call them out as if we were predicting, okay? Uh, Noel's given predictions as well for them. Burnley v Tottenham. Um, uh, the Clarets only defeated Spurs twice in the Premiership altogether. All Spurs have defender... Um, well, what have I written there? Defeated, sorry, Burnley eight times in the Premiership. Uh, Burnley need three points. So Burnley, Tottenham. Burnley, Tottenham. Uh, I go for Tottenham on that. Right, I'm going for Burnley draw. A draw, Burnley draw, a draw. Uh, Watford Palace, uh, that's a London derby. Uh, they've not met this season. Uh, and so, By the way, Burnley and Tottenham haven't met this season either. So yeah. uh, it's without doubt, Watford... Desperately need the three points. Watford Palace. Well, I'm going to go for Palace. Same here. And then we got Liverpool. Your Liverpool against Leeds. Three uh, 0 away win for Paul uh, back in September. Last time Leeds uh, defeated Paul in the Premiership was uh, 21 years ago, Aiden. Um, so uh, I, I don't even have to ask you, Liverpool. <laughs> And then on uh, Thursday, we got Arsenal Wolves, which is surprising because Arsenal only played them there a couple of weeks ago uh, and got a surprise win away to Wolves. Uh, as like I said, they only played two weeks ago, 1-0 away to uh, win for Arsenal. Um, yeah, Arsenal Wolves. I'm going to go for a draw on this one. So am I, Aiden. Yeah. So am I. <laughs> and Noel has gone for uh, a Spurs win, a Palace win, a Poole win, and an Arsenal win. There and before go. I just sign off, just something I noticed there, and you know my interest in the uh, Formula One. Mm. Two things I kind of think. I'll read this out, out for you because I found this interesting. You know my thoughts on the Formula One, and we yeah. had that great <laughs> commentary uh, reports by, by the gentleman you have, Michael. Uh, yeah. Michael. Uh, this is here. Uh, Massey will see his F1 future decided. This is in the Daily Mail. The future Formula One race director, Michael Massey, will be freshed out by the sports governing body in London today, so that was uh, on Monday. Apparently since then he's actually been removed. Okay. Yeah. Um, the F1 Commission will debate that the Australian's fate following the end to last season in Abu Dhabi where his decision to withdraw the safety car allowed Max Verstappen to win the title ahead of Lewis Hamilton. Massey's call disadvantaged Hamilton who had not taken the opportunity to move on to new tyres. Chief Executive Stefano uh, Dominic uh, feels Massey should be axed, but FIA President Mohammed um, believes that that would be an admission to the World Championship result was a mistake. I also saw there, probably on Tuesday, or if not the same day on, 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 the, on the internet, that they've come across some more radio evidence recordings, no, which seems to 
implicate how uh, Massey was kind of nearly persuaded to uh, by Red Bull mm. to do certain decisions that disadvantaged um, Lewis, uh, Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Well, we we were talking off air about this uh, several yeah. times just after the you know when the season finished, and you know it did smell of corruption to a certain extent and I discussed it with um, with, with Michael as well on, on a couple of programmes mm. we actually covered Ayrton Senna in a Memories show there a couple of weeks ago and we were we were mentioning the, the um, you know how identical the two things are. you know the rivalry between Verstappen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Hamilton to Ayrton Senna and um, the, the, uh, Prost Alain Prost you know mm. and the, the, the amount of corruption now, in both eras you know, it seems to well, to me, this sounds like it's nearly like Liverpool, say, playing Man United. Yeah, a penalty is given to Liverpool. Yeah, dying seconds. It's yeah. nil nil. It goes to VAR. Yeah, hmm. and VAR looks at it and says it's not a penalty, but the referee goes and looks at it and he says it is. Yeah, when it's not, and I think. I, I was on about this to you. I thought he was robbed of that yeah. because he was disadvantaged. Things happened that shouldn't have happened. Mm. And the thing, at the end of the day, whether he's gone or not, he's gone now, whatever. Yeah. That prevented Hamilton winning the title. Yeah. And there doesn't seem to be any comeback on that. Yeah. Well, that's and I know that Hamilton was waiting to hear this report before he decided whether he was definitely coming back or not. So I'll, I'll look up now. You said he's massively gone. To me, that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. But it does kind of suggest that he got it wrong. Yeah. And if that case is, then Hamilton was wronged as well. Because you, you know yourself, I told you what happened there with five laps to go. He was robbed yeah. what happened there. It was pure. And apparently the conversation on the radio was, some of the Red Bull said, do you want a race or what? Mm. You know, put the two of them up against you. You have a race. Yeah. And apparently that kind of persuaded him to go for it. There you go. It's and the race, the race is not one uh, over five laps. Yeah. It, it's it's all the laps. So really, what happened there was them, the previous all the laps he had done was discounted for all that work. Which wasn't fair. I mean, to me, Hamilton, I still think that shouldn't have been given. That title yeah. shouldn't have been given, and I think. I haven't heard anything yet. Uh, I, I didn't hear that Massey had left. I mean, I think he'll still walk away. Yeah, well, this is it. Uh, I because, to me, he should have been given that title. I mean, if I, if I was Hamilton, I'd be tempted to walk away. Well, it's, it's a form of... It's no, it's not cheating by Verstappen. Oh, it's fixing, though. Well, it's 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 breaking the rules to, to give an advantage to... Another drive. Now, if 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 Man- if Hamilton had got his tyres changed, hmm. it probably wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah. But anyway. There you go. And of course, just before we go, Martin, just a quick one. Uh, did you hear? You heard the one about uh, Aguero. Aguero. Um, unfortunately, due to a heart condition, he has he he had to give up football. That's sad for foot. He was a class player. Oh wasn't yeah. He? He'd be badly. He'd be sadly missed. Um, but that's not. That's not new though. That's that's. No, but it, 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 he will be missed, and uh, oh, yeah. you know. He, Man City got a good deal out of him, <laughs> selling him, and 
That's it. But, but then again, there probably was conditions on that as well. If, yeah, uh, that's it. Um, ah, yeah, he was a brilliant player, wasn't he? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, that doesn't mean he can't go for coaching or something like that, although the excitement of coaching or, you know, in certain situations, it might. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to his, his, talking about that is Ericsson. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him playing. Playing for Brentford, yeah. Yeah, because be, uh, he's going through certain procedures and uh, they had him on Football Focus down BBC One and uh, I swear to God, he looked... He looked great, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we wish him all the best, don't we? That's it. So the best of luck to Ericsson. So yeah. listen, Martin, thanks very much Thank for, uh, for being on and we look forward to next week. Okay, next up we have, uh, we have Local Rugby with myself and uh, Adrian Lendy and it's coming up after this. Hello everyone and you're very welcome to this week's Local Rugby with myself, Aidan Rafferty and as always we have Adrian Lendy from Craig's Rugby Club. Hello Adrian, how are you? Are you well? Uh, very good Aidan, yeah, on a, on a day like today. Yeah, very wet and windy out there today. Absolutely, and, uh, and yeah, ground conditions is uh, is sudden for most of the most of the pitches in, in uh, all around us uh, in, for all sports. It's uh, uh, the last couple of weeks has taken its toll on pitches. That's it, and um, I'm sure I'm sure this weekend will be no different, but ho- hopefully not. Uh, but um, I suppose uh, yeah, we'll kick <coughs> off. I suppose with uh, looking ahead to the CBS, uh, the mocks are over now, and we can look ahead to the Connacht uh, the Connacht Cup. Yes, indeed. Yeah, um, that would be you know uh, a big game for them uh, against the Bishop in Galway. Uh, yeah, C- CBS have been. Um, Coaches have been working hard with them, and they have this break uh, as a result of the mocks. And you know, let's hope that they'll be uh, uh, ready to to go against the Bish. I I have uh, a good feeling that there there, there would be uh, you know the couple of games that they had um, already. They have improved uh, considerably, and I would say that if they uh, put everything into it, that they could overcome uh, the Bish in Galway now, which which is a very strong team too. And uh, where where do you see their? I suppose really they be they be uh, very strong in all aspects of the game. Yeah, they uh, they we we have a the CBS have a very good pack, uh, you know, very strong at, at uh, scrum half, and um, you know just uh, you know, they they move the ball um, they move the ball wide and you know they they relying very much on their wingers and the full back coming into the line and. Uh, you know, we would like to see that they would take uh, more of their scores that way. You know, they, and um, the one thing is that they can't concede easy tries. That they, you know, they have to be watch their defence uh, a little bit more than than they did in some of the previous games, and they they won't they won't uh, get away with that against uh, against the Bish. So, where, where do you see um, what, what do they need to do? I mean, this is, this is a very good uh, Bish Bish outfield, like you were saying. So, uh, I suppose looking at the looking at the, their strengths, the the Bish's strengths, where would you see them? And uh, you know, where, where do they have to? Uh, what do they have to expose to to get a win against them? Well, Either way, I'd say it would be uh, it would be a close win. It'd be very hard to beat them. Absolutely, it would be. Uh, a game up front, uh, to be to be honest, because without the ball, you have you, ha- you have to dominate uh, up front with the forwards. So a lot will be a lot will be expected of the CBS forwards to to, to get on top and uh, and and to give good ball back to the scrum half because uh, uh, that that's the only way. If you if you can get as much ball in the hand as possible, at least at least you have some chance and. I you know I I have the good feeling that they're that they could do it um, that they're 
that their pack, uh, if they all work together um, as a unit, uh, they're they're uh, a, a good outfit. That's it. And, uh, of course, moving on to Craig's Rugby Club now as well and uh, plenty of action over between last week and and last weekend as well. And uh, what, a, what a great occasion in Craig's Rugby Club. A, a great win for... Uh, for for Craig's against Westport in the in the semi final, and now they have a final to look forward to uh, against Connemara. Um, I suppose really a thorn in your side for the last number of seasons. But uh, Craig's are you know there seems to be that bit extra about uh, the Craig's first team this year that maybe maybe might be enough to get them over the line. But it, it's going to be a very tough final. But uh, we'll we'll have a look at the semi final first. Yes, uh, in um, we got out of jail uh, last Sunday in in Craig's. Uh, when we were 17 nil down, uh, we were playing against a very stiff win. Uh, Westport seemed uh, to be to be very much on top, and uh, they um, they even continued uh, that there the, that there were 20 it was 20 uh, points to five at, at half time. So it was a big uphill even with the even with the win to expect uh, the Craig's lads to to come back and. And you know they did. Uh, they came back and fought very, very well. Um, Westport only got one one try in the in the second half, but uh, uh, Craig's uh, scored some absolutely brilliant tries. And uh, uh, young Gavin, young Brandon, young Dowd, um, you know, great performance, great tries uh, that you would you know um, you see anywhere the, the the way they scored it. You know. Uh, uh, James Brandon took the ball from uh, in uh, outside his own um, uh, twenty-two, uh, outside, you know, and uh, darted uh, for for the line. Uh, but he had to to go through a few tackles, but he he dummied them and, and went in for the win and try. And uh, the the uh, young uh, porcelain that there had the final conversion to to come out. Uh, winners um, at 27-25. A lot of mistakes made. Uh, maybe some of, some of the young lads thought they were that they were already in the sports ground. But yeah, you know, semi-finals can be tricky. And yeah. uh, Westport were were really up for the game. They're a good they're a good team. They're an upcoming team. They have a very strong pack, and they gave us plenty of it. So, you know, maybe it was um, Aiden in another way. It was a good it was a good game. And a good lesson for our lads uh, going going into this game against Connemara, and we will need to be on the money uh, on on Sunday in the sports ground because uh, it is going to be an out and out tough battle. There has been only one score between us in in the last number of games, and um, you know it can it can go anyway. And you know a final is the final, and we'll be playing on on you know we don't know what the pitch will be like with with this weather. Uh, because there'll be a previous game on 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 it, and another Junior One B final between Ballon Robe and and Dunmore uh, prior prior to our game. Uh, but Connemara, uh, they're a very good team. Uh, they have a lot of experience. They went to the semi final in the All Ireland uh, Junior Club. Uh, were very un- unlucky to lose out to uh, Ballyclear in in in, in Ulster. Uh, I was at that game. They, you know, they left it behind them that day. They could be, they could have been All Ireland champions uh, because I, w- I was even at the final. And that uh, Connemara uh, was as good as uh, either the teams that were were in, in the All Ireland final. So that show that shows how 
how good how good a team that uh, 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 Connemara are. So let's let's see what what Craig's can do. They're knocking on the door there uh, uh, for a while, and you know it's a great sporting contest between uh, Craig's and Connemara. And like there's a long tradition uh, there. Like we have beaten them. The last final that we won uh, was six points to three. Uh, in 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 the sports going against them, so um, that's how close uh, games have been uh, and uh, down through the years with Connemara. And uh, I suppose really going into this final, as we know, finals are uh, take on a whole new life, a whole new sort of life of their own um, compared to any other game, a league, be it a league match or a championship game or a cup game or whatever. And um, you know, finals can go either way. Um, but I, I think I suppose really going into this game. The fact that Craig's have had a very tough semi-final, as you said, against uh, against Westport, that that'll stand to them in the final. But of course, they're 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 against, as you just said, there they're up against formidable opposition in the final. Yes, indeed, and uh, the Craig's lads wouldn't want to uh, make the same mistakes that they made in the the first half against uh, Westport, and you know they will want to shore up the uh, the sides of rocks and walls and. Uh, not let not let players through, and also you know the the tackles will have to go in if if we're to win this game. Mis- mis- you know there won't be room for mistakes on on Sunday, and it's uh, it's a case of them of of all the uh, young lads and that that um, that's on the Craig side to be properly focused. And I know I have no doubt that with the coaches and management team that's that, that's there with them in, in Craig's and have put a massive amount of work in the last couple of years in, into these lads, that they will give, give it everything uh, on Sunday. And I'm really looking forward to, 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 the, to the game itself. And I suppose pre- preparations-wise for this game on, on Sunday, uh, what uh, aspects of, their, of uh, Craig's play or you know, what, what are the areas that they'll be looking for to concentrate on improving in ahead of the game? Yes, um, like they have put in uh, huge effort, as I say, there. The, uh, there's a lot of lads in college and working away from from Craig's, and there's carloads coming from from Dublin, from uh, from Limerick, from Galway uh, for for training. I watched them training there on on Wednesday night, uh, you know, and then leaving to to go back to their destinations uh, at at ten half ten at, at night, you know, so. It is a, a big commitment by by the players, and um, I can see that uh, you know uh, that we have to uh, be in um, uh, Connemara's faces all the time. We have to to take them on again in 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 the pack, but we have to be alert for all their various moves. They have they have an exceptionally good uh, uh, scrum half. They have a strong centre. Uh, very good full back, a very elusive full back. So these are the type of players that uh, Craig's have to to watch because they they can they can turn a game and uh, and um, we we will have to be alert and making sure, as I said, the tackles go in um, uh, because the the missed tackle could be very costly against Connemara. And I suppose in the semi final for Craig's, who are the people? Who are the players that you feel stood out uh, in the semi final? And who would be? Who would they be looking to? Who would the coach be looking to? And the players be looking to for leadership and to, to step up, step up to the mark in this in this tough uh, what's going to be a tough final. Yes, uh, like we, you know, we're led by the captain uh, Diffley. Uh, we have 
uh, as I mentioned, uh, uh, Brandon's. Uh, we have young Dowds there, uh, um, uh, brothers and, and cousins um, there in, in the back line. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a good blend of... Um, uh, we have um, uh, a, a brother of Dennis Buckley's uh, playing. Uh, we have, you know, a good... Uh, there's a good blend. Uh, you know, there's a few... There's only a couple of players that um, that are seasoned campaigners, uh, the likes of uh, uh, T Tom Fleming and um, and Tom Callahan. They they have a lot of experience, and they're they're you know the backbone of helping a lot of these younger lads and um, and you know giving them the instructions and that they're on the field and they're they're great leaders and the and the younger lads uh, look up to them. That's it, and uh, I suppose really. Um Moving on to the moving on to the youth side of the the youth side of the club, um, great matches going on as always, and of course the mini rugby. Yes, um, again, we had a, a number of uh, cup games uh, last week, and we have uh, very successful again on the on the field, and we're fielding um, a number of games um, this week this weekend again, a number of cup, cup games, both boys and girls, and. You know, from different age groups uh, at at fourteen, at sixteen, at eighteen. Um, you know, so it's, there there's a lot of activity both uh, tomorrow and and Sunday morning in 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 Craig's. And then once the these games are over, their coaches and all, and maybe a lot of their their sons or daughters will be will be heading to the sports ground. So they, you know, the these cup games uh, are are great. They're knockout competitions, but. Uh, you know, Craig's um, uh, so far are, are, are going well in 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 the particular competitions, and you know we have <clears throat> we have a lot of demands um, there on on our pitches at the moment, and you know there's a lot of underage games and being switched to Craig's. There's uh, uh, other finals. We we had a, a, a semi final of the Junior One B Cup between Banrobe and Corinthians uh, there on Wednesday night. We have uh, Buccaneers uh, going to play their AIL game on 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 Saturday in Craig's, and we also had uh, we have various college games in that as well. We had a big game there uh, uh, during the week between um, on on Wednesday during the day between at Lone IT and Limerick IT. So and then there's under twenties at at Lone will be playing on on the twenties game on Sunday in Craig's. So there's you know a huge amount of demand uh, for Craig's for the 4G pitch uh, with the with the way the ground conditions are on the grass pitches at the present time and of course uh, off the field <coughs> as well um, there's uh, there's it's gathering a pace the, uh, the 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 very famous and very the very popular um, fundraising draw some smashing prizes what's the prize this week and how how are you finding how's the fundraising going with well, regards to that you know like people will take your hand off on the amount of people that were that's ringing me uh looking for tickets for them for the England game that is a fa fabulous prize um that will be the next draw for uh, for the 